Hesedim is a series of reflection, usually reflecting on an issue in the society in the light of the words of scripture. You're welcome to join us each time and to send your questions or comments by way of a voice note. Look forward to hearing you and speaking with you. I want to talk to you today about a time to dream again. And my thoughts are drawn from Psalm 126, which is the seventh Psalm of Ascent. Listen to some words from the Psalm. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Mm. A colleague minister called my attention to the Advent theme in Psalm 126. The second line of the Psalm caught my attention. We were like those who dreamed. It goes on to describe the unmitigated joy with which the returning pilgrims welcomed the entrance to their homeland. Psalm 126 is a celebration of Israel's return to Zion from their long period of captivity in Babylon. In Babylon, they had lost sight and lost hope of ever returning to Zion, their homeland. The powers that dominated them were overwhelmingly powerful and the distance between the plain of Susa and the hill in Zion was an insurmountable distance. And yet at long last, here they were with a chance to rebuild their country and to settle down and to enjoy their own culture and to build out their religious sensibilities and establish their institutions of faith. In a word, they could be and become their own people again and be on their own. The sentence, we were like those who dreamed, says everything without saying anything in particular. This season of Advent and the ending of one year and the start of a new one in 2021 shares some things in common with the return from exile in Babylon by ancient Israel. In the mind of many, there have been several things at play that have caused despair to abound in 2020. We feel with the discovery of two new vaccines, the prospect of returning to normal in the wake of the COVID pandemic is nearer than anything else we have seen over the last nine months. Also, we have seen the end of a regime with global reach that has been marked by cynicism and narcissism in a way that threatened the peace and stability of the world. What is even more remarkable than the conduct of the regime marked by arbitrariness and unaccountability is the range of support that the regime enjoyed, even from people that one would have thought ought to have known better. 
But as we mark the season of Advent and come to the edge of the new year, both things seem to almost have run their course. The long nightmare has almost turned into a beautiful dream. I learned Juris wrote in an op-ed that the pandemic has had the advantage of laying bare the suffering of black people. The shibboleth has been removed and is now laid bare for all to see. Here are some takeaways from the psalm and from our experience of the long nightmare from which we now emerge with a dream. The first is that life is marked by seasons. There are seasons of planting and seasons of reaping. There are seasons of winning and there are seasons of losing. There are seasons of giving birth and getting married and there are seasons of falling ill and dying. There are ups and there are downs in life. The Psalm says, those who go out weeping carrying seeds to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. The period between the time of sowing and the time of reaping can often be long and unpromising. The drought can last long. The weeds can threaten the harvest. But if we keep faith with the possibilities of the harvest, we will come again bringing in the sheaves. Sheaves are bundles of grain. There are times when it is raining so hard that we believe that the sun will never shine again. There are times when the sun is shining so hot that we will believe that it will never rain again. Life cannot be all sunshine or the flowers will die. The lesson is that we should never sin against hope in despair. The lesson is that if we watch the wind, we will not sow. And if we watch the clouds, we will not reap. Never forget that to everything there is a season. The season to do the right thing is, however, always with us. It may not be propitious. It may not seem to be on the winning side. But the law of the harvest says mm. what we sow we will reap and that we will reap if we faint not. Even now, there are many things to be resolved. The battle is by no means over. Many have lost hope. They see the ascendancy of the powerful and the ruthless, but they do not see that they are on slippery slopes, that their schemes are temporary and that they will soon disappear. Many are tempted to adopt their strategies to do things their way because they are winning, but theirs is a pyrrhic victory. They win the battle but lose the war. It is not so much who wins, but what wins. It is righteousness, it is, and it is right that win. It is unrighteousness and wickedness that lose. It is in unrighteousness and wickedness that are the, there are the things that are the seeds of their own undoing. When the powerful posts and strut their stuff, they sound almighty and invisible, and their reign of terror will last forever. But in the seasons of life, they have their moments, but also in the seasons of life, 
their moments come to an end. They are not almighty after all. They are mere men standing on feet of clay and feeble as frail. Second, dreaming is an act of faith in God who controls the future. It is well said that the artists are the prophets of the future. It is those who imagine and depict the possibilities of a better tomorrow. That, however, is not a mere wish. It is faith in God who vindicates God's people, the God who fights for right and for justice. The psalmist declares of the recently returned pilgrims to Zion after the long night of captivity, who were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues, tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. It is the doings of God. It is the God of the harvest that caused those who sow in tears to come again with rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. <clears throat> Dreaming is not only an act of faith. It is an act of resistance. It is a pushback against the walls of, of doubt and the hellish nightmare that has been our reality. And it is in the act of resistance against those who cynically manipulate the misery of others so that they can increase their profits and increase the takeaways of the wealthy. It is in the nightmare of our lives that dreams are born in defiance of death and hell. When we say it is time to dream again, we're calling on each other to summon our better angels and to imagine and to hope and to dream of better. We should dream for a better day for our race. This year, this is the year when the world was given a dramatic parable of the knee on our necks for too long so that we cannot breathe. It is the year when too many of our people died from COVID and were the casualties of man's inhumanity to man. It is a time for us to dream for a world that is fair to black people. We would like, like we should like Marcus Garvey, Marcus Mazar Garvey did when he said, up ye mighty race, you can accomplish what you will. We should dream for a better day for our children, as Martin Luther King Jr. said, and not only for equality of opportunity, access and treatment under the law, but for a chance for them to live in a better world where they can flourish. We should dream for a better treatment of Mother Earth so that clean water and better air quality should be available to all. We should dream for a better governance the tyranny of the powerful and the wealthy to be broken so that health and education and a better access to housing so that we can have stronger families for cities so our young women can go about their business without being mugged or molested. We should dream for our young men to be able to live out their years instead of being the victims of violence and misadventure. 
we should dream like Abraham for a city with foundation whose builder and maker is God. We should dream like the prophet Michael for the earth to be filled with the knowledge of the Lord like the waters cover the sea, for the lion and the lamb to lie down together and a little child to lead them, when swords are beaten into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. We should dream like John the Divine, to see the heavenly city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from heaven, dressed like a bride adorned for her husband, and God shall wipe away all tears from our eyes. Our mouths are filled with laughter because our dreams cannot die and we will be victorious because it is the doings of God and it is marvelous in our eyes. When the Lord restores the few fortune after 2020, we will be like those who dream. Amen.